You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nahumsegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Mata Swangas is my name. I'm your host for this show, and uh, thank everyone for joining us. Hope you had a great week, a great Shabbos, and stayed warm in the areas where it's been very cold, such as right here in our area, uh, where right now it is uh, oh, a wonderful, clear five degrees out, heading up to a whopping 19 and back down to 13 degrees. It'll be sunny at some point, but (laughs) very cold. So that's the way we're looking at it for today. And uh, glad you could join us and be with us. And I know other places in the world, it's nice and warm where you're listening right now. In Israel, it's 56 degrees, heading down to 43 degrees and uh, nice and sunny today. We're with you till 9 o'clock. Great programming on the network all day long. We'll get right into the music, and we'll have uh, Rabbi Goldwasser and the news from Israel coming up at 8 o'clock. So thanks for joining us, everyone. JM Sunday is the show right here on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Shalas before that, we heard Piamentas, Yisrael Barakov, Yeshiva Boys Choir, and uh, Eli Herzlich opening up our song segment here. On the 7th of January, first show of 2018, as Nachum mentioned on, uh, on the Facebook page, Nachum Siegel Network. First show of 2018. Wow. Time flies. 20th of Teves, 5778, and Daf Mem 40 in, uh, in Daf Yomi Shavuos. It is, as I mentioned before, 5 degrees in our area. 19 degrees, the expected high, and sunny, going down to 13 degrees and clear in Jerusalem. 56 degrees outside right now. (laughs) 43 degrees, expected as the low tonight. It's a veritable heat wave. Rabbi Goldwasser coming up in a few seconds. News from Israel, expected at 8 o'clock, top of the hour, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, which is what we're on now. And great program continues all day long on the network, including a court report at 7 o'clock tonight, and live lunch encore at 11, and Saturday night Siegel encore at 1. So uh, something to look forward to all day long. And as we continue to march to 9 o'clock, another hour and a half to this show, and then uh, music in between all the other shows. So it's a great, uh, great thing to just have on all day long, no matter what you're doing. It is uh, time for Rabbi Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words are Lezecha Nishmas, Harvzeb, Rabbi Yosef Alevi, and Esther Bas, Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn Bechesed Ve'emes, Yechuparavon. With truth and kindness, iniquity will be forgiven. Kindness shields a person. It guards him from all afflictions. It can even save a person from death. Like it says, In Mishle, it says that charity saves from death. Rav Nosson Vachtvogel related that there was such an event that happened while he was in Kelm. One night, the altar of Kelm had a dream that Rabbeinu Yoyna had arrived in Kelm. An announcement was made that at a certain time, Rabbeinu Yoyna would give a Musashmuz, a talk on ethics, in the central synagogue of Kelm. That evening, every Jew in town was seen walking towards the shul. After all, it was a unique opportunity to attend a lecture from the famed Shari Tshuva. Needless to say, the altar also headed towards the shul. But when he arrived at the entrance, a guard stopped him and asked him his name. When he gave the guard his name, he was refused entry into the lecture. The altar insisted on being allowed to enter, but to no avail. He begged to be let in on the merit of his holy ancestors. When that didn't help, he asked to be allowed on the merit of the thousands of Talmidim whom he taught Torah. However, it didn't work. The guard still refused him entry. Finally, the altar had an idea. You should know, he said, my son is Reb Nachum Velvel. As soon as he said that, the guard allowed the altar to enter. At that point, the altar awoke and realized that it was all just a dream. Amazed and deeply moved by his dream, he immediately summoned his son and asked him, What's the meaning of the dream? What great schus did you attain that only the mention of your name allowed me to enter? Reb Nachum explained that for a long time he had only one pair of torn, worn-out shoes that he could barely walk in. 
One day he passed a shoemaker and he saw a beautiful pair of shoes, well made, at a great price. He wanted to buy the shoes, but he didn't have any money. Each day he set aside whatever coin he had in order to save up for the shoes. Finally he had enough money and he was able to purchase them. But when he put them on, he appreciated even more how perfectly they were made. Now he would be able to walk in a dignified pair of shoes. Not long after, though, on a freezing cold night, with a blizzard blowing high drifts of snow, there was a knock at the door. When Reb Nachum opened the door, he saw a poor destitute beggar standing there with threadbare clothing, no protection against the cold and wind. Reb Nachum welcomed him into his home. He gave him a hot meal and some money. Reb Nachum, however, was shocked to see that the beggar was barefoot. He had been walking in the freezing snow without shoes, and his feet were scratched and bloody. The beggar explained that he simply didn't have the money to buy a pair of shoes. Without a moment's hesitation, Reb Nachum took out his new pair of shoes and handed them over to the poor man without saying a word. Reb Nachum then concluded, It would seem that this is the merit that gained you entrance to that shear. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Let's
בשמחת קלות, שמחת חוסון קלות, שמחו של מצוות, אינה שמחו שלימו, אלו בשמחת קלות, שמחת חוסון קלות, שמחו של Thank you. 
Samanavshi Isaac Bitone here on JM Sunday. It is approaching the hour of 8 o'clock, top of the second hour of this morning's show, and uh, we'll get to the news from Israel in just a moment. Uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, there will be a, another first run of court report with Elliot Weiselberg. Today, it's the uh, first um, show of 2018, and uh, there is a massive playoff shakeup in boys' JV and varsity basketball, as well as the implications of several rivals re- rivalries on the JV and varsity hockey scene. That's uh, up for discussion today with Elliot at uh, 7 o'clock on Court Report Eastern Time. 7 o'clock this evening. One more week until winter break. They, uh, he'll be rounding out what's at stake before most leagues come to a stop until February. So that's all uh, happening and will be discussed uh, tonight in the court report with Elliot Weiselberg. It is uh, a lovely um, 5 degrees outside of our studios. Just beautiful. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the way uh, that's the way it is. So we have to fare that for a while. Tomorrow, I think it's going up. Uh, I'm not sure of the temperature, but I think it's going to go above freezing tomorrow for a change. So that's something to look forward to. Right now, it's time for our news from Israel. Anna Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Matis. Two people suffered heat stroke today at the marathon in Tiveria. Both are in serious condition. Eleven others were also injured and treated by medics from the Magain David Dome emergency medical team. The race came just a day after a major storm hit the area, creating muddy conditions and brisk weather. Uh, The U.S. State Department, in a different note, uh, says that it has not yet cut funding to the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, that's UNRWA. The agency is dedicated solely to aiding the Palestinian Authority. The U.S. is responsible for about 25% of the total budget. State Department officials told JewishPress.com last night that no decision has been made about how much or when to transfer funds to the agency. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said today uh, at the opening to the cabinet meeting that it's his belief that it's finally time for UNRWA to make its farewells and that the United States should gradually begin to cut down its funding to UNRWA and that the United Nations should gradually begin to transfer its own allocations from UNRWA to the general refugee budget instead because funding to UNRWA, UNRWA is, it was only created to give funds to the uh, Palestinians and it is an ongoing enterprise that is a self-perpetuating uh, monster that eventually has to end because it's the only entity in the world that is creating generations of refugees and the refugee problem will simply continue if at some point it's not ended by someone else. That was Netanyahu's uh, big thing in the morning. So uh, 
that's what the controversy of the week is probably going to be. <laughs> In Jerusalem, Agrippa Street was closed off to traffic this morning behind Machane Yehuda Shuk because of the amount of garbage that was piled up. That's because sanitation workers were on strike. Uh, Agrippa Street was a two-way street. It became a one-way street. Um, and at this point, it's completely closed off. The strike ended on Sunday afternoon, but not soon enough to save Sunday morning shoppers. Uh, the government has approved the establishment of a new support center for parents of special needs children. This coming as part of the strategic development plan for the Negev. The new center will be developed under the auspices of the Social Services Ministry, a hotline to be set up to provide referrals to services and support groups to be available to help provide guidance for the parents. In Jerusalem, two Arab teenagers were arrested last night for attacking a public bus in Jerusalem. None of the passengers physically injured, but the windshield of the bus was smashed. The attackers were 17 and 18 years old. They were residents of the northern Jerusalem Arab neighborhoods of Shuafat and Anata. Both were caught red-handed, well, that is, stone-handed, by police. And when they were searched, police also found a mask and a knife in their possession as well. And finally, some good news. Tourism Minister Yariv Levine says that 2017 was a banner year for the Jewish state in the tourism industry. More than 3.6 million tourists arrived in Israel last year. That's an increase of 700,000 over 2016. Income from tourism has now surpassed 20 billion shekels. That is more than $4 billion, and it's created 25,000 new jobs. A quick look now at the weather. The rain is gone, finally, <laughs> at least for the time being. It's beautiful out now. Everyone is cleaning up from the whopping storm that we had. Well, whopping in Israeli terms, uh, nothing compared to what's going on in the United States. Fair skies, pretty brisk out there. High today in the 50s in Jerusalem, the mid-60s in Tel Aviv and Tiveria. Uh, in in a lot, it is hitting 69 degrees wow. tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it really is pretty good. It really is. Me for a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I, have a, I have a question to ask you about uh, okay. something I read that some new traffic laws took place uh, oh, right. as of January yes. 5th. So right. if I'm reading correctly, let's see, what's, what's the shekel now compared to the dollar? It's roughly... The shekel... The shekel last week was 3.4 if you were selling it here in Israel, and if you were buying it, it was 3.5-something. Okay, so I'll round it to 4 just to make it easier for everybody. But okay. if, apparently if you use the, a cell phone, even at a red light, you now have a 1,000 shekel fine, which would be somewhere around, uh, um, I guess... Uh, well, you $250. Said three, yeah, roughly 250 At least. Or actually, Probably about $300. Yeah, because you, you said that it's, uh, yes, about $300 because of the actual exchange rate, f plus four points. How many points does an Israeli driver need to have a, a license suspended? It's like 1,000 yeah, points? Sure. I don't know. I, um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Now, I, if, I have no idea. I'm not sure anybody pays attention to it, to be honest with right. you. But, but but it's uh yeah depending on whether or not you're Bedouin. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> now if you're holding a cup of coffee or any drink in your hand, I guess they don't yeah. check what drink you have in your yeah. hand, even in a red light, 
It's a hundred shekel fine, but no points. Um, and according to this, if you are using the cellular to send or receive a text, even at a red light, it's a thousand shekel and four points. And if you're turning on or off your radio, there are no fines and no points. Now, did it used to be that there was a fine for turning on and off your radio? I'm not sure. I know that, that you certainly got a warning. Wow. About that. Yeah. And even yeah, using yeah. a navigation device like a GPS, even at a red light, it's a thousand shekels and a fine. You know why? Because they want the revenue for tourists to be more than that billion shekel you said? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know why? Because they can't tell the difference and nobody else can either. And in all honesty, it also requires a lot of focus be yes. to, because, because GPS is on your phone. Right. Most of the time. And it's like texting. Yeah. So those are new rules, new laws that went you, into effect on the fifth. I'll, and I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you something. Let me interrupt you for a second, yeah, Mattis, because sure. this is really serious. I um, because of what I do, I am on one of the I'm on one of the uh, the medical chats and one of the police chats. I have to tell you, I have been over the past year on a daily basis, a daily basis, I have to tell you how many motor vehicle accidents and fatalities I have seen on that chat. Yeah, we've always heard it's been really bad in Israel still, even with all the precautions and all the campaigns. It's very, very scary. I've seen photos that I have in my lifetime as a journalist never, ever have seen, even in the States. Right. Really scary things. There's a good reason for some of these laws. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think uh, I think that uh, uh, there was a study, I forgot, so something last, last year maybe or two years ago, that Israel was in the top 10 of the uh, countries that were... Um, that were part of the study for traffic fatalities. You know why? Because because a lot of the guys out there, some of the girls, but a lot of the guys out there with licenses, these are guys who were driving tanks in the yeah, army. Right, right. They think they're still driving right, exactly. these tanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, they don't realize that it's not the yeah. case. So hopefully, uh, you know, have better news in this uh, calendar year, at least right. uh, when they check it out. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a great week. You too. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday. That's kind of Julian bringing us the news as she does every week. And uh, that is exclusive to the Nachum Siegel Network. It's time to get back to the music, which we are going to do uh, in just a second. I want to remind everyone that we have great programming all day long here on the network. Uh, we have uh, the live lunch encore at 11 o'clock with Avrami, and also Avrami hosting the Saturday Night Seagull Encore uh, at 1 o'clock tonight, a lo- a, a uh, first-run show of uh, Court Report. And uh, we mentioned before that Elliot will, beginning, will be beginning the 2018 uh, show with a massive playoff shakeups that he'll tell us about in boys, JV, and varsity basketball, as well as the implications of several rivalries on the JV and varsity hockey scene. So make sure to uh, keep it tuned to JM Sunday till 9 o'clock.
and then keep the network on all day long. Here's Hamakar on JM Sunday.
Oh, you've been there. 
Simra 
That about wraps up another show for this uh, JM Sunday series. First one of 2018. Don't forget the great programming continues on the network all day long. So keep it tuned. We'll see you next week right here on uh, on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. And Nachum will be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., bright and early with JM and the AM. Have a great day, everyone. See you next week.